In a very short time, we've been forced to reevaluate our values. Values related to employment, family, and home. As we come out of two history-making pandemic years, connecting with others is more important than ever. But it's safe to say that the way we can and want to connect has changed. We are not-for-profit professionals supporting adults to live, work, and grow in a rapidly changing world. Connection means that we need to work together to build and put into practice whole and multifaceted plans for our clients so that they can reach their own personal successes. For some of us, life is returning to pre-pandemic norms where we work out of an office on a set schedule. Others may have no office to return to and may spend working hours on a couch or kitchen table in their own home. And some may be straddling schedules where they sometimes go to the office and sometimes work in their own personal space. These experiences are the same for our clients who are navigating a world that is still deciding what work life will look like. How can we support them while adapting ourselves? Whoever and wherever you are, if you support adults in learning in life, the Getting Connected podcast may be for you. Join us as we talk through relevant topics that support you to do your best work. Grab a coffee, give us just a few minutes of your workday, and let's connect. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Getting Connected. Uh, this is our third in a series on childcare in Niagara, in the province of Ontario as a whole. Uh, I am on my own today without my partner and colleague in adult learning, Ms. Ashley Hoth-Murray. Uh, and I am really excited about our guest today. Today, we'll be speaking with Kristen Richardson. Kristen is the Home Child Care Advisor for Niagara Region, and we're going to be digging deep and diving deep into licensed home child care. We're going to talk about the needs. We're going to talk about the uh, benefits to people considering doing this out of their homes and really talk about how anywhere in this province you might want to get engaged and consider it as a career option, either for yourself or for any of the learners that you serve. So it is now my pleasure to introduce you to Kristen. Kristen, how are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Wonderful. Uh, Kristen and I just learned at the beginning of our conversation today before you joined us that we actually live just a few blocks away from each other in the lovely village of Chippewa, which is part of the city of Niagara Falls. And we both love dogs. And uh, Kristen has been with childcare for many years, 25 years. She's a registered early childhood educator and then has worked in the home child care realm and for the region for how many years, Kristen? Um, it'll be seven in May. So there you go. She's got the on the ground in the programming experience and also the bigger picture around how the system works, which I know, Kristen, is often a bit challenging for people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you can help us with that as well today. So um, we're really glad to have you here and looking forward to the conversation. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to start out with a, a nice broad question. Uh, tell us about the need for licensed home childcare in Niagara. Um, so the need is actually pretty great. Um, a lot of the childcare centers 
um, in the area right now are um, pretty full at capacity because so many people have gone back to work at this point. Um, so the licensed home childcare um, that a lot of people unfortunately don't know about is does have some spaces and um, you do it the same way as you would do the childcare center too. Like you would go on the one list and you would register and put home childcare in there as an option. Um, okay. some of the other I'm going to like, interrupt for a second. Yeah, yeah. One list. Tell me more about the one list. How would people find that? So the one list is on niagaregion.ca and um, there's a childcare box. There, there'll be a, a, it'll come up on your screen. There'll be six boxes. Childcare will be the, the middle box on the bottom row. And you can just kind of follow along and the one list would be on the childcare registry link. So the one list, is that like a centralized? Um, it's the list. It's so the we, list it's the of list. available childcare in the region. Yes. Okay, is that specific to Niagara or do other communities do that differently? I do believe that other communities have this too, but this okay. one is specific for, for us. Yeah. Okay, sorry to interrupt, but... No, that's okay, no problem. Um, some of the other reasons why home childcare um, is needed at this time too would be just because of shift work. Not everybody works the typical 12-hour um, day, um, so they work different hours. A lot of our providers will do overnight care, weekends, evenings. Um, the other reason too why home childcare uh, might be appealing to some people too is that the numbers are lower. So the providers with a licensed agency can have six kids um, and some children just do better with smaller numbers. So a licensed agency, is that what you call a home childcare provider? So the licensed agency would be us. So the Nagar region, would be the license agency and the other agency in this area is we watch i There's see two so, of us. so obviously there are some um limits to how many children can be cared for in a home child care environment yes okay is, what's that based on square footage or a number of people no it's just if you're licensed you can have up to six in your home and then if you're unlicensed, it's five. So there's not a real big difference, but there is that extra one. And, and your own children under the age of four are included in your number. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, that's helpful. So there's a great need because of shifts, because of people resuming work again, no longer working at home. Yes. So maybe that's why this is the most pivotal time would you say? Yeah, yeah, I would say. And also, too, there's a lot of areas in the Niagara region, too, that have gotten bigger. More houses are being built and the centers aren't going up as quickly um, as probably people need childcare spaces. To keep pace with the growth yeah. development down here. Absolutely. Even in our little community, we're seeing yeah. expansion, right? Yeah. Uh, going from a village to really a small town on its own. Yes. Okay, that's so there's huge need for a number of different reasons. I know the next question is one that my my colleague in arms Ashley suggested because she finds a lot of people have this question in mind and she's asked a lot of the time, what is the difference between licensed and unlicensed home childcare? So, licensed and unlicensed. So, I'll do um unlicensed first. So unlicensed can, they can just be open. 
they don't have um, anybody that kind of comes along and um, like my role, I would go in and make sure everything was safe. No one's governing them. The Ministry of Ed could come and make an unscheduled visit to them if they find out where some of the unlicensed people are. Um, but for the most part, um, they they don't they they should do. They're only allowed to have five kids, um, but pretty much they can kind of just open and be there. There's no regulations about screen time, no regulations about how many hours you have to be outside. Um, there would be uh, no rate, like they wouldn't have a set rate. They would make that up on their own. Um, where the license sector, um, the Ministry of Ed can come in. They do their once a year licensing. Um, we go in once a month just to do um, an unscheduled visit to make sure everything is safe, running smoothly. Um, they have to have fire inspections on their home. Anybody who's in their home that is an adult, so over the age of 18 has to have a vulnerable sector check, um, criminal reference vulnerable sector check. Any pet has to have a proof of a rabies shot. They all have to have CPRC and first aid um, and a health assessment that they've been given by their doctor that says that they're okay to do home childcare and watch children. So based on that, I would think that if I had a child that needed, uh, and I was looking for um, childcare for that uh, that child, there are great benefits to utilize, not to put down on license, because no. many, many people operate that. And certainly when my children were young, that's where they went. But I can also see the benefits of the additional screening, the 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 resources that you would bring to uh to this to the site uh and the health and safety features uh, that might be appealing to parents do you think i i would think so and, and i forgot one thing too they have to have two million dollars liability on their insurance as well um but i would think the same like, yeah you're you're with an agency so you are you do have a partnership of someone coming in and if there's anything that you need, if there's anything that we can help them with, um, we do uh, give back the, the fire inspection, the health assessment, the CPR and first aid and the vulnerable sector checks of anybody who lives in the house, we will reimburse them that back when they sign a contract with us. So that money does go back. Um, but I, there is, there is, paperwork and you do have to be accountable for stuff so there is that part of it that's not everybody's cup of tea but in the long run yeah I think there are definitely benefits great benefits to parents in terms of having that maybe neighborhood place that still has the sort of stand high standards and 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 safety features that a a, a regular center might have I see yeah that. yeah they so, follow the same policies and procedures as a center-based, licensed center-based does. Very interesting. Um, how many, how many home-based licensed childcare providers are there right now in the Niagara region? In the Niagara region, there's 51. Um, and they're, they're from Fort Erie, Port Coburn, Niagara Falls, Welland, St. Catharines, Thorold. We have one in West Lincoln. Um, so yeah, they're kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. Font Hill. 
So um, 51, and our population is about half a mil, right? here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a huge leap of, of faith and say, I'll bet you could use some more. Yeah, yeah. We could use definitely some more because most of them are full. And what tends to happen with the home child care providers too is that people, once they get in there and they really like who the provider is, they have a relationship with them, then all the kids seem to kind of just go to that provider. And then even grandkids go to that provider. Like it, it just kind of is a cycle. Right. Uh, that makes sense. There's that level of trust and, and comfort. Part of the family, I'm sure, is how it feels. It, it, that, that is exactly what happens. One of the providers just went in the summertime to somebody's wedding. She had had the, the um, child, <laughs> them as a child when they were younger, and she went to their wedding in the summer. What? Oh, that's wonderful. That's a nice story. Um, if, if I were considering, I'm not, but... <laughs> Um, if I were, or if anyone listening to this podcast might be considering starting their own own home-based licensed childcare uh, program out of home, um, what would be the advantages? I really want to sort of take it from what what's in in that person's. Uh, what would be the benefit to that individual? Um, well, the benefit. Some of the benefits, anyway, to me would be that um, the uh, you you we as an agency help also find some kids. We don't do it all, but we will partnership with you and find the kids because we do have access to the one list. Um, there are subsidized kids too that come through the system as well, and the licensed home childcare we watch and us included um, do have subsidized spaces too. The, these home child care providers accept subsidized um, children. Um, the other benefit would be uh, that if, if something were to ever happen, you, you have an agency backing you. So if something were to ever happen where someone tripped or fell or like you, you do have the agency behind you, you have policies and procedures signed off on. Like you, you're, you're just kind of covered better. Um, we do offer professional development as well. So through our through our own um, program, usually we've had two in the, in the beginning of this year so far, but usually there's maybe about seven or eight of them in a whole year where they come out either in person or because of COVID, Zoom, and we would have like a subject that we would talk about and then they would get some um, certificate for that. So they are kind of always um, upgrading their skills. Um, in this particular case too, we do have some ECEs, but on my caseload, which is 17 of them providers, I don't have anybody that's an ECE. So there's no specific education, um, just basically a love for children. And it's kind of like what their calling was. They, they, they might not have gone through the schooling for it, but I still believe with all my heart that this was what they were meant to do. Mm-hmm. So there is that love for children and to do their best and um, just to provide a, like really, really good quality care. So uh, can you also set your own schedule? Can you determine yes. you? OK, that would be a huge benefit for someone um, deciding to do home licensed child care uh, in that if they chose not to do overnights or not to do weekends, they can do that. They can literally set their schedule, but obviously working with the families they're serving. Oh, yeah, they can. Like, I mean, I have some that do Monday to Friday. 
and they do the normal daytime shifts. I have some that are trying to ease out of this. So now they're doing Wednesday to Friday or they're doing Tuesday to Thursday because they've been around for a long time and they're slowly trying to ret retire. I don't want them to, but they are. Um, and then I have other ones that just do after school care or do the weekends. And then you have the brave, brave ones that do the overnight care. So I would think, uh, and I'm, I'm sort of putting this in the context of the uh, literacy and basic skills programs that we serve here at Literacy Link Niagara, is this might be a really valuable uh, employment path, especially mm -hmm. for young people who may have children at home. Yes. That's why I think a lot of people chose it in, in the beginning was because they either did have one or two at home and this was the way for them to still be able to stay at home, interact with their own children, but then help out other people by taking other people's kids and it also gave their own kids uh, playmates. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of benefits to that. I could see that with a young family. Uh, is there, what, what would you say would be the major obstacle or challenge in terms of setting up a home child care, a licensed home child care? Um, the, if you rent, we just ask that you get a renter's approval from your landlord first, because if you can't get that, then there's no point of really going further with the more expensive stuff. But if you own your own home, um, and uh, I mean, everybody's home is different too. So you may think that your space is too small, but it probably isn't. Um, you know, you it, it, someone could come out and take a look at it, but more than likely the space is just fine. Everybody's house is different. Some people have yards, some people don't. Um, we do require that they go outside for two hours a day, not all at once, but like split, um, weather depending, but if you don't have a yard, then you go for a walk or you go to the park. So that kind of stuff shouldn't hinder people. Um, the, the thing that does take the longest usually is the vulnerable sector checks from the police. Those things, just because everything has gone back a little bit back to normal with people going back to school and going back to work, the need for those vulnerable sector checks has jumped again. So those things seem to take the longest. Fire inspection usually isn't too long. And then if you're working on all the other stuff in between waiting for those things, I would say like at the most, maybe maybe eight weeks. I'm going to make the assumption that the region would really support people who might be interested in having their own licensed home child care oh yeah yeah sure. <laughs> there's supports there are people like you and others who can yeah. help individuals who may be considering this and help them through the process oh yeah like they can put a um an application in at negarregion.ca the same place where the one list is um they can call there's a an information line um it's 905 980-6000 and it's extension 3194 and someone will answer any question that you have. Um, we do even, I've done this a couple of times too, where um, certain providers are very open to um, even exchanging numbers or email addresses and them telling the, uh, the potential provider more information about it from a different point of view because they've actually done it. 
That would that would be great. Um, almost a mentoring opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could you? I'm going to ask you to repeat that number, and just so you know uh, as well, Kristen, that along with the podcast, when we release it and send it out to folks, we will include what we call show notes. Sure. And we'll we'll not only include this number, we'll include uh, the website of the region and any other provincial uh, connections that you might be able to provide to us. So could you give me that number again, please? Sure. 905-980-6000, and the extension is 3194. That's great. I'll make sure that it's in the link. So for more information, uh, go to the Niagara Region website or call that number. And uh, is there anything else, Kristen, you, you'd like our audience to know before we sign off today? Um, just that one of the things that's nice about the home child care environment, too, is that it is a home environment. Um, so it does look like what anybody's home looks like nice and homey they're making homemade food their animals or pets are usually part of the equation too so any children who may not have a pet at home get that advantage of being in a household that does have pets um, in some cases they help out with um, taking care of the pet some people have gardens and so they are tending their own vegetables or own um, produce that they do eat for their lunch or their snacks um, the activities that go on in the home child care program are the same as stuff that would go on in the child care centers, um, play-based and based off the children's interests. Um, so, and the, the thing is too, is that if you just, if you decide to go with home child care, we give you whatever pro providers we have available for you, we would give you their information. We encourage and almost insist that you go for an interview with your child, check out their places, check out their them themselves. And then if that's what you want to follow through with, then you contact us back. But, but basically, the parents are picking the home child care space that they like they, they're doing all the choices. We're not just throwing people into them. Right. Makes yeah. sense. It's critical that there be that level of trust. Yeah. And choice. And choice. Right. Okay, very interesting. Well, we definitely know that there's a great need uh, for for child care, for quality child care. Yeah. In Niagara and across the province. And I remember a number we heard prior to COVID, which was uh, from Karen, uh, your colleague, yeah. <laughs> our colleague as well, um, that there were, they could have used then 300 more early childhood educators to deal with the need. Yes. And I'm going to make, uh, once again, a leap here and suggest that it must be even more than that now. Uh, what's, what happens with the ECEs, I think, too, is that so many of them don't get the pay that they should for the job that they're doing. So they aren't paid very well. And then COVID happened, too. And then a lot of people decided to go and pursue other careers just because of that. But the level at this point, there is definitely a shortage of ECEs, so which then makes there a um, shortage of spaces. That I understand that does make sense. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, wow. So great need. Uh, awesome opportunity to work out of your home if you care for children and love children and have the, the right safe environment for them. So. Yeah. 
Well, I'm going to thank you, Kristen, for your time today. It's been really enlightening. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. And I'm, I'm hoping that you have lots of, of feedback and follow up from this conversation. And for everyone who's been listening at home, thank you for joining us, for getting connected. And we hope that you will uh, visit uh, the location of all of our recorded podcasts from the last two years. And uh, those will also be in the show notes for you. So once again, have a great day and we'll see you next time when we get connected.